All right, welcome back. Borderline Raptors on tap. Kitch coming up. Uh, no Deno. Uh, still, he's still in hiatus, but he'll be back uh, sooner than you think. Uh, but it's Kitch and I. We dissect our Raptors uh, state of the nation, which is not a good state to be in. Uh, it's disheartening to say the least. However, we are slight. Uh, I wouldn't say we're not optimistic, but we, I think we just we've had a couple days to digest. Uh, and so I think we can speak less emotionally this time about uh, some of the stuff, even though uh, it's very, very obvious that we've got a, a number of gaping holes that we got to figure out uh, pretty quickly or else the season uh, will be done in the next 15 games. I mean, if they don't, uh, you know, I would say if the wraps aren't going 10 and five, nine and six, in the next 15 games, this, any thoughts of them being a playoff team will, will be vanishing pretty quickly. So uh, it's it's a full dissection of the wraps uh, to start things off with a with a relatively uh, big announcement about the pod uh, in the first few minutes. Uh, and then it's right in the backyard gambling with a combination of storylines. Um, we updated everybody on the uh, state of our of our gambling prowess over the regular season and what we are going to be doing into the playoffs. So uh, it's that what drives you crazy. Uh, and uh, a very brief AOB with another big announcement in AOB. Uh, so uh, here we are. And I think because it's the beginning of the playoffs of uh, the NFL, uh, obviously bringing back uh, 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 one of our favorites to the show to kick things off is, is important. But I also think in this in this clip, uh, he, he could be speaking about the, the Toronto Raptors and, and their plight as well. So uh, with that, uh, take it away, Coach. Jim Moore. Well, I'll start off by saying this. Do not blame that game on the defense, okay? I don't care who you play, whether it's a high school team, a junior college team, a college team, much less an NFL team. When you turn the ball over five times, four interceptions, one for a touchdown, three others in field position to set up touchdowns, you ain't going to beat anybody I just talked about. Anybody. All right? And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Chris Kitchen. Yellow. Welcome back. Good. Good. To, you know what? Good to have you. Uh, and I know it's not like I'm making it sound like you're not always on, but this is this is kind of a big day for us because this is our last pod for the foreseeable future where we will not be face to face. That's right. That's right. Bermuda. <laughs> so uh, for our, our loyal listeners, uh, Chris Kitchen has decided to uh, leave his family in the midst of a pandemic and join me uh, in Bermuda for the next, uh, I guess, indefinitely <laughs> is what we should what we would say. Yeah, yeah. Now I know I know definitely there will be an end to it. I just don't know when. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a return flight, so we'll just play it by ear. <laughs> do you want to explain your rationale? Do you want to explain to everyone why you're uh, why you're doing this? Uh, I live in Canada in the cold winter. In the cold winter, we have right now we have about a foot and a half of snow outside, and it is not going away until April. I hate winter. Can't stand it. Can't stand the cold looking for anything warm. So I am selfishly going to a warmer climate for, for three months. And my wife, I honestly, three months. Did you say three months? That, that, that's a definite. No, that's all a right. Three weeks. Sorry. Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless the, unless the airport locks down in Bermuda when I'm there, locked down, that could happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, my wife, I brought up and, and encouraged me to go. So either, either she has a boyfriend, which, you know, all the power to him. God bless boy, she does. All the power to him. Or she's just sick and tired of seeing me. When she, I know it's lately, um, I've been criticized with the way I chew my food at the dinner table. So I'm thinking it's probably time for a bit of a holiday from each other. <laughs> just get away. Oh, that's War of the Roses shit. That is War of the Roses. Yeah, I don't like, oh, wow. Maybe I didn't realize I was saving the relationship by offering my home. You might be. You might yeah. be actually. Doing okay. It. I'll have to talk to Sue about this too. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Like, uh, all I know is that starting next uh, next week, this pod will be done uh, live from the home office, uh, and then the week after, we should, I, we've got Brock will be coming on, lined up as our as our guest host, and I believe the week after, 
slacker. a controversial slacker uh, is uh, joining us. Yeah, so, this is yeah the pod's just it's you know what what pandemic the pod is humming along. It's evolving. Like the, yeah, the pod's it's evolving. evolving. Yeah. yeah, the only thing that's not evolving uh, are our Toronto Raptors. Uh, that is for sure. So let's. Uh, so this is uh, this is a Wednesday morning uh, effort here. So the Raps are playing tonight. I, I actually thought about doing the pod after tonight's game, but I thought, you know what? One, it's too late because it's out in Phoenix, and two, I just thought, you know what? I know what's coming. I'm in a better space now to talk about them than I would be after that game. Oh yeah, it's going to be a long. It's, it's gonna, this is going to be a long, long, long season. I think. <laughs> All right, so let's let's break it down quickly uh, about where the Raps. Uh, are at at the moment. This, so this is Raps review week number two. Uh, it's I would say it's no better than than week number one. Uh, if anything, I think it's all even more glaringly obvious where uh, the holes are. I mean, I'm getting texts from people uh, like a John Hine, who is I would say not a huge basketball fan, but likes follows his Raptors, and I was suggesting here some of the problems and his response was it goes much deeper than that. So even like, I think everyone realizes this team is a fucking mess. I don't think there's anyone positive that they're going, Hey, it's just a slow start. This thing is, this thing's a disaster is what it is. Well, well, including, including the coach, Nick nurse. I'm disappointed in Matt. I'm disappointed in Terrence. They've made way too many mistakes defensively. There are two best shooters probably, but they're, they're just coming out and fouling and, and giving up, boatloads of points in short amount of minutes and they can't they can't get that many back on the other end so I'm still searching there then he's asked about Stanley Thompson I'm totally leaning towards Stanley it just has to balance out the 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 the, the rotation and I just cannot keep sending out another guy another little shooting guard you know we got we got a whole slew of them and that I already already have two really good ones that start and play most of the minutes. Right. And, um, you know, Stanley's filling, you know, we, we got a, we got a gaping hole at the wing and three, four. And then his final comment says, nurse then goes on to comment, how are they getting out rebounded on both ends of the boards? And they're just looking for some rebounding help. So I don't know what you, when you read that part, when, or when you heard that, what did you think? What's the first thing that came to your mind when you, when you saw this stuff? Well, I mean, I can't imagine that Masai and Nurse are not on the same page because they're buds. And uh, Masai has sort of plucked him out of uh, uh, oblivion to be the head coach of the Raptors. But to me, that was a total disconnect with what uh, a head coach and general manager, president of basketball, uh, have with one another. Because that's basically saying this roster doesn't work for me. Uh, and you're, and Masai is clearly directly responsible for the roster. So, yeah, I thought there was a... a, a it wasn't even, it wasn't even, uh, you know, Sugar it was cream. obvious. It was obvious yeah. that he was sitting there going, this roster sucks. And I, and I think that's his way of saying, I can't believe we let Serge go for nothing. I can't believe we let Gasol go for nothing when we could have had them for almost nothing. Uh, and been because, so yeah, the nurse is clearly pissed. Uh, and I, it's a little surprising for him to throw those two guys under the bus the way he did like that. He did play Davis in the last game. Um, I think it was late in the third that Davis came in. So it wasn't like it was, you know, I'm not playing these guys ever again. Um, But what Nick Nurse better understand pretty quickly is he may have to sacrifice defense and rebounding for guys who can actually score because we can't score. We can't score the basketball, right? We cannot score the basketball. The number one glaring issue is we cannot score at a, at a rate to keep up. So let's just break down the the first quarter of, uh, of the last game. Here we off. Here we are. 18, five, uh, quick start everyone's making shots bombing threes and then what starts to happen you can just see it by the end of the first quarter we've stopped scoring we had 18 points five minutes into the game and i believe we had uh what 49 at the half yeah we i i, I mean i mean right we were up we were up 28 15 at the eight minute marks so the first eight minutes we're up we're up by 13 and then this and then we score 18 points the last 12 minutes of the half so yeah, yeah. the 20 28 in the first eight and 18 the last 12 uh, no, in the last uh, last sixteen. Uh, Twelve. Oh yeah, last sixteen. Yeah, right. Last sixteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's just I don't I don't even know where the answers are because it's just we're, we're a mess. Like Freddie see, Freddie is a great player in a complimentary role. But if we are relying on Freddie to get us 25 to 30 a night just to stay competitive, that's not who he is. That's never, he cannot carry us. He doesn't carry us the way that Jason Tatum carried the Celtics back into that game 
who just took, he basically took it over, right? He basically took it over. Uh, I would dare say on both ends of the court because he shut down Siakam for, for long stretches. Uh, and then he was just throwing in everything uh, that he was looking at. The team got hot. We, we shouldn't neglect the fact that the Celtics got incredibly hot in that second quarter. I mean, they didn't, everything was going in. Uh, and next thing you know, we're down 15 at the half. Uh, so, but that's it. Like we can't score the basketball. Um, so, Siakam. We can't, you're right. Yeah. We can't score, we can't score the basketball with the guys who we have starting right now. Cause, cause like OG's not scoring. Siakam's not scoring. So yeah, you're right. Like bring I know Davis is, is weak on defense, but Christ, he can create some offense. He will go to the hoop. He will go. He'll, he'll shoot. He'll shoot the 12 foot sh- shot and make it. So you're right. I think we have to get our mindset about defenses and win this, especially when we're a small team, when you're a small team, like you look at Houston's model last year. Their model was not defense because they were a small team. If you're a small team, you have to you have to outscore the team. You can't yeah. out defense the team with the size we have. But again, like I think this is just look at the makeup of the team. We don't have across the board. I don't care who it is, and especially now. You may have said this at the beginning of last year that we did have a natural scorer in Siakam, but we don't have a natural scorer, a guy that just scores. Right? It's not you know that's what they're known for is scoring. We do not have that person. Um, and that's why we're middling in these sort of 95 to 105 type games. We scored 114 against New Orleans and a game that we definitely should have won uh, that we pissed away uh, late in that fourth quarter. So we we don't have the natural scores. We don't have the closers. Uh, and then when you play a team like Boston, who's who's got uh, good wings, good guards, we're just done. Right. Again, OG, right. Makes us 18 million. But OG is a plugger. Right, he's a quality plugger, is what I'd call him. Right, he's going to get you a twenty-point game every once in a while. He's going to play solid defense, and he's going to get you seven boards a game. I mean, that, that's what he is. He's a he's a he's a high-quality plugger. The problem being, he's going he's to be because now he's going to be left wide open. Like the other teams are going to say, you know what, you throw the ball to OG, and and if he makes a shot, then we'll we'll accept losing. But that's not that's you see that more apparent. OG is open all the time from the three three-point range. Uh, and there's a reason he's open all the time. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, give it to him. Let him shoot the three. We'll take that all. Because generally time. speaking, you are not considered a plugger if you can shoot the three ball. That's <laughs> right. But he can't, and that's why he's a that's a he's just an above average plugger, is what he yeah. is. Yep. Expensive. You know, on a on a expensive. quality basketball team, yeah, expensive, but on a quality basketball team, uh, you need those guys. Yep. Right. But they're exposed as not being able to score uh, or uh, be great playmakers when you're on a mediocre team. So he's way more expensive. We wouldn't be talking about Siakam or uh, OG right now from a, from a scoring perspective if we had last year's team or even you know with Kawhi. That's like wouldn't be an issue. We'd be we'd be lauding him for all the he things does. he brings to the table as you know like a great seventh man or sixth man, or whatever it is. Right. So uh, scoring obviously number one issue. But this to me it comes back to I think we have to have a segment every week just break down. Let's just break down Siakam for three minutes because he's he's horrible to. I can't even watch him anymore. Yeah. Like, but here's. Yeah. The, so go ahead. Even his footwork, like what is happening? Like he, he's always wrong-footed. Like he, he's going against Pritchard on that game, and he almost falls over. And he, all he has to do is just turn around and do a layup. Like it, he, I agree, his balance or his. Well, here's what I here's what I think. I think he has an inability to go left. Right. Everything he does is always trying to make a move to his right. And teams have clearly played to that. It's unbelievable. They, it's it's almost dead easy to stop. And then he sort of stumbles over himself, tries to find his feet, then tries to go left. And now he's awkward at the rim, twisting and uh, and begging for fucking. I am so tired of him screaming every time he goes to the basket. Ah! When he, and because he, he doesn't make like, begging for the call that I because I have to listen to the uh, league pass announcer so they don't do the Raptors uh, announcers on league pass um, so I get all the, the oh my god can I just as an aside the boys and I had to mute the New Orleans uh, local broadcast team the other night it was so bad Antonio Daniels former uh, pacer it was so horrifically bad I, I miss Matt and Jack uh, was, was he a homer though? At least was he a homer? Like I, I oh, total total homers. But I'm, I mean, I'm okay with that. That's my that's my drive. No, but it was incomprehensible. Ninety eight percent of what he said made no sense. Yeah, right. It made no sense. It was not applicable to anything that's happening in the game. But anyways, that's a total aside. Uh, so Siakam cannot go left. He thinks he's a great three point shooter, which he's not. He is an he's an 
I would even say slightly below average uh, from a league-wide perspective three-point shooter. Um, his effort is questionable on the defensive end. His effort getting back is never questionable because he never fucking does it. He's a disaster from that standpoint. And he goes into long stretches where he cannot score the basketball. So that game, he starts off with two threes quickly. think, okay, this might be a game for him. And then he goes in to an abyss abyss mode, right? You just, he couldn't find the basket. And then he has a little stretch in the third quarter. We test that massive dunk goes to the rack a little bit. It was sort of, it was a flash of uh, 2019 Siakam there for about three minutes in the third. We thought, okay, that's what he's got to do. If he's not slashing and going hard to the basket, then he's, he's useless to us when he, there's nothing I hate more when he tries things, he can back a guy down. Uh, and then somehow twist and pivot at the rim and think he's going to throw something in. It's awful. Like I don't know what's happened to him, but he is a shell. He's a shell of his former self. Yeah, I, and is it is it upstairs? Like is it between his ears? That's 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 crumbled him. I I get a feeling that's got a lot to do with it. I think he's just he's lost a bit of confidence and he just can't get that back. And he's always been kind of flighty, like from a personality yeah. standpoint. So so I could see I could see him just being. Mentally not not confident enough to do the things he used to do. I I, th- I would say from a guy who was a second team All NBA, so in theory top ten in the league uh, last year. Uh, it's not like his talent's gone away. I would say this is a thousand percent mental. Um, I, I think I don't think he's in horrible shape. He maybe looks a little bit uh, less uh, athletic than he did a year ago. Like he was in pretty good shape at the start of the last season when he was just all over the place. But listen, I think in any sport at this level, and I always use tennis as a great example, the difference between the hundredth ranked player in tennis and the 10th ranked player in that it's not skill level. It's all head. It's all about where, you know, where if you're going to win the big points, like I just think every time uh, Pascal is taking it to the rack, he is hoping for it to go in or he's hoping for it. Uh, or hoping to get fouled, right? It's there's not. It's like that. I mean, listen, I've been there. I've been there over a four foot putt, just hoping that it goes in. I get it, Pascal. But fuck, I'm not. You know what? No one's watching me. He shoots like I make that four foot putt. The big lag, which yeah, comes up, a, comes up a foot short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and or, so, or sometimes like really a, a horrible line. It's a horrible, yeah, total misread. His a lot of his attempts at the rim are total misreads. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, and I if that doesn't get righted, then I agree. This is going to be the longest season. The only way this changes is if Pascal becomes that all-NBA guy again, uh, and we can sort of uh, build around that. But that said, even if that were to happen, can we talk about how much of an apology we owe to Serge Ibaka? <laughs> yeah, we can. We probably can. Yeah, Deno Deno was sort of pro pro surge. We were not, and uh, yeah, he is. He, he's probably going. Told you guys so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you didn't want to give me fifteen million a year? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. have fun with Baines and Boucher. <laughs> oh my God, Baines! Jesus, that guy. That guy's vertical is two inches. He can jump two inches. That's it. Like he missed four. He missed five shots within inside of three feet. Oh my God. That little, that little, and he doesn't even put two hands on the ball. He just sort of shot puts it from five feet from the, from the, uh, from the baseline. And it's just like, Oh, it's so, and then he had that one stretch where he got three offensive rebounds and didn't come close on any of the putbacks that he was trying to make. He was getting his own rebounds, but it was just, it was, it was painful to watch. So 14 minutes for him. And then nurse had seen enough nurse. Like, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I can't watch yeah. this shit anymore. And actually I don't mind Alex Len like, but again, all Baines, Len, uh, Boucher, Boucher, they are pluggers, right? Yeah. They are, they are nothing. Serge is not a plugger. I've now, I, I, listen, it's, this is the absence makes the heart grow fonder. And this is exactly what's happening. Still, Bain still can't figure out that pick and roll. No like, idea. Lowry threw a couple to him and, and they would bounce off his hip or he couldn't grab it. It's like, like um, they got Like they got to teach him that that's, that's, that was Lowry and Serge's bread and butter. That move. There he, was one, there was one early in the game. I think maybe in the first pick and roll. He picked and he turned and he went running straight towards the basket. Larry passed the ball off his hip. Yeah. Because he wasn't even looking. And I was screaming at the team. How is that possible at this level that when you screen, you aren't looking for the ball after? I just, it, it was, it was unbelievable to me. So he's horrible. Like I had higher hopes for him, but me he's too. horrible. He is a fucking. Maybe they can mold Boucher into something that's some and not not live by the three. But the thing that thing that we didn't touch on here that I want to bring up, 
And this happened the last two games, and it hasn't really been talked about. Lowry, so he's our general out there. He plays the first seven or eight minutes of a game of the game, and then he disappears until the crunch time, until we need him at the crunch time. When we're usually trailing, and he's got to try to come back. Like we for the whole second and third quarter, the last two games, Lowry's invisible. He shot he shot uh, five times in the first five minutes of this game, five times at the end to try to get us back, and from the rest of that game, he shot three times, only three times from halfway through the first to halfway through the fourth. Like that's as our general, he can't do that. He's yeah. he just he disappears through the games, and he's got to be he's got to bring that first quarter intensity, the whole game for us to win. Yeah, and on this team in particular, and this is this is kind of a new role for him, right? Like to be a prominent primary scoring option. He's always been a complimentary scoring option on, on any of these, even going back to last year, except for the bubble when he realized Pascal wasn't in the bubble. He thought, well, I better take this over. Um, so. Um, but yeah, I agree. This is a new role for him. It's tough asking the guy 35 years old to play as many minutes as he's already started to play. He's he's up in 35 minute range a game, which is tough for him, especially considering the scheduling. So I know there, I know they've talked about how to limit his minutes, and I think that's maybe part of it. But yeah, I agree. When he's on the floor, he's got to think score first. Yeah, he really or, really does. Or put him on the floor with Matt Thomas, Watanabe, um, Terrence Davis. Put him on the floor with the guys who can shoot. Because then he'll create, he'll 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 get you open with the, what he does, and and I know we're going to lose defensively that way, but but get him on the court because if he, if he's working his butt off and he's throwing a passive OG from the three, that's gonna that's gonna take the wind out of him. He's gonna be like, fuck, man, I worked so hard there and I got the ball to a wide open OG and he bricked it off the front of the rim. Like that's that's just weighs on you. Like you go, okay, am I going to put a much effort in to throw another pass out to Siakam on a wide open shot that he's going to miss? So get him, put him in with some shooters. Like I think we need to shake it, shake it up, and, and do that. Yeah, but listen, are we are we six games in and basically just done with the season? Like is this? Is it, is well, you know, if they, if they go on if they go on a two game winning streak, we're back on the bandwagon. We're going all the way. So just, uh, just give us two wins. Give us two wins to change your mindset. You know what? I don't see it in this road trip. I really don't see it back to back. The Western road trip. Those usually go well, don't they? <laughs> I know, actually, it'd be a great road trip for us to be on, by the way. I'd love this one. I, you know what? The Phoenix one. I want to do the Phoenix one every year. Phoenix, Golden State. This would be awesome. Wow, you get okay. Portland, Sacramento. You might, you might have different seats for the Phoenix one the next time. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> I get the good seat this time. <laughs> uh all right, listen. We could probably go on for years uh, about this, but the wraps are tonight. We'll uh, we'll dissect. We'll review the wraps um, again next week. But yeah, I think uh, if we don't figure out the scoring, but uh, I don't know. I mean, we can figure out the scoring, but I just think we. I think Nick's right defensively. Defensively, we haven't looked great, and then I just think there's a gaping hole in the middle. Right? Yeah, there is. Trade for Surge. Can we trade for Surge? <laughs> what would we have to give up? I, I was thinking about that this morning when I was up because. I won't name any names. We, we have an issue this morning in my house uh, that got me up at four thirty. I was going to uh, say I got, I got a text from you at five twenty. I was like, yeah, what I know. Heck? I've been up since four thirty. Uh, I know lots going on over here. Uh, but it's not the dog, is it? No, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't dog related. Uh, of course, and the dog was up too, so I did have to deal with the dog. But uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I, I just think, I think we're, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a long, trouble. a long February, March when we only have basketball. But you know what's not in trouble is the uh, the rest of the NBA. I'll tell you, I've been watching because I've league pass, so I've been watching a ton of meaningless basketball. Um, but it does give you a f- sort of a feel for the league. Uh, and so one of my NBA storylines for this week is the return of Stephon Curry. Steph is running into the front court. Draymond <laughs> finds him another three. Oh. Got it! 62! <laughs> yeah, 62. I watched a huge chunk of that game, and it was... It was just like the day. It was like five years ago. He was just running around all over the place, launching it from everywhere. And the thing about him, it, he's just infectious to watch. Like you just want to watch that guy play basketball because he's just he's happy all the time. He's a great teammate, uh, and he's awesome. He does shit that you know you just don't you don't see very often. Uh, so I think having him back and him staying healthy. And I, I hate to admit this, but the war. You know what? Because I'm not dead yet. 
The Warriors, have, there's a bit of a resurgence there. They like Wiseman. Draymond's back. And Draymond, who does not score anymore. I think in the four games he's played, I think he scored 11 points. Like, he just yeah, doesn't he, score anymore. He said he's, he's, he said he's immediately like out of shape. He got COVID right at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And he said he hasn't made it. He goes, he goes, I don't want my wind at all. He goes, I'm, run, I'm running out of gas. And he, he came out and said that to himself in the media. So give, give, give Draymond a couple weeks here. He might, he might. But uh, but even to that point, I'm saying even with, since he's been back, they've looked a lot better. God, he does so many things on the defensive end, uh, and he's kind of their version of what we have with Gasol. The offense still flows through him at the top of the key a lot, right? So he makes a lot of good to see uh, good decisions, gets the guys a lot of good looks. Uh, so yeah, he's a glue guy. Um, and got you know he's making twenty million a year, and, and when you think of OG uh, at eighteen, like I would take Draymond over OG a thousand times uh and for two million more jesus christ it wouldn't even be close but yeah draymond uh I, I think he's over he's overrated but he's 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 underrated too for that team like he he's so important to that team what they do and when he's playing at a decent level i think it just makes them a totally different team now listen do i think they're gonna end up being the four seed probably not <laughs> probably not uh but they definitely look better and now i'm more optimistic i am more optimistic for them to make the playoffs than i was a week ago that's for sure yeah, yeah. Be interesting. Be interesting. Well, the middle, the, the the heart of the season. Like, I think Draymond and Curry are going to make a call come mid February. Are we going to make the playoffs? And if not, then then they kind of mail it in. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll give them I'll give them thirty days. You'll totally see it, them shut it down if they don't think they're because what what are you playing for? I mean, you're, they're playing for titles, and they might as well for Clay to come back. And they've got a ton of cap uh, space coming available to them. They've got a, uh, a trade exceptions available to them. Like they've got a lot of maneuver, uh, a lot of. Uh, bullets in the chambers that they can pull uh, to give them flexibility next year to be really, really good too. So yeah, I, I agree with that. So, but that was my big, uh, from what I've, what I've seen uh, this past week watching basketball. What a, and so from a disappointment and a, and a highlight, like who do you, is there anybody who's, who you think has been a disappointment this year and who you've, who you've, uh, who you've liked? I got a, I got a couple. And of other than the Raptors? Hey, the Raptors are probably well, let's, start over again. let's I look, get back into the Raptors. The Raptors are the whole league. That's probably the biggest disappointment, actually. The biggest anomaly. From a- well, let me tell you what I uh I'll tell you biggest surprise for me. Uh, and then you can go into biggest uh, your biggest disappointment and and or other. Um it's just how competitive both conferences are almost from top to bottom. Like I, this is one of the things why I worry about the Raptors and their schedule. Like I don't think there's too many easy W's. Like Atlanta, no. big surprise. Like they're they're good and competitive playing tight uh, in every game. I mean, they beat, they beat the Nets earlier. Um, you know, Cleveland all of a sudden doesn't, you know, the Sexton kid, yeah. he's a dream. Yeah. I look at the bottom of the league. So you got, you got in the East, for example, you got Washington at two and five. Well, Washington's not an easy pushover. Yeah. Like I don't want, yeah you know, it's not a guaranteed you know, W Westbrook and that. And then you got Charlotte at two and five. Well, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough opponent with Hayward and the boys. Um, they got Chicago at four and four. Chicago's over overachieving. So there is not like Detroit's one and six. So Detroit's probably Detroit's the, the Patsy, the Patsy. Sure. Although we're one and five, so we are we are Michelle, tied. To the, we, are, we are tied yeah. with the Patsy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's what I mean. So for the Raps to get back into this thing, oh my gosh, it's not going to be easy. And I hate our season win over under bet. Right oh, now. <laughs> I ripped it up. I ripped it up. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I ripped it up in my head a few times. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, that that's, and even at the West too, like up and down the West, like there's not a lot of easy outs. Memphis is the last place right now. And, and as soon as Jock comes back Morant with the, uh, with the, yeah, the good injury, call on that, by the way, it's not over. It's not over. That one's dead. That's no, all no, no. dead. No, it's coming. It's coming back. So um, Minnesota, Minnesota and OKC, I would say are the easy, are the, are the sort of patsies of the West. Other than that. Everybody else is everybody it's else is like, yeah, like you don't want to play those teams, no. right? Yeah, the, but I agree. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota. Oh my gosh. I've watched them a ton too. Uh, primarily because I'm betting the player prop unders a lot with them. Uh, they are hard to watch. They're horrible. <laughs> now Towns is out with a dislocated wrist and that's, yeah. so that's, that's about, but they're a bad, bad basketball team. If you're not beating Minnesota, you're not beating a lot of teams. I can tell you that right now. Maybe we'll get a win. Maybe we'll get a win. That uh, well, you know, and the other thing too, why I'm watching a lot of basketball is the boys got me. I'm in, I'm doing a fantasy league, NBA fantasy league. Um, yeah, so I have all these players, and I'm trying to watch them to see how they're doing. But I don't even understand the fantasy point totals. Like the other night, Doncic had like 800 fantasy points. I'm like, well, how is that possible? Like, I, I know he had you know, he was scored 40, but it's yeah, you know, but it's crazy. There's multipliers for certain. I don't even I haven't figured any of that shit out yet. But I am playing Johnny 
this week. I've got Johnny in my matchup. And it's it's week long matchups. So you gotta set your lineup every goddamn day. That's a disaster. That is a disaster. Total sure. disaster. Yeah, I keep track of injury. So I am 0 and 2 to start the season. Go <laughs> Um, you know what, but can I, but, but if I were to say what a disappointment is so far for me, so that, that was my, uh, one of my surprises, just how tough the, the, the league really is, but then the nets and I'm love it. Right. But they are like, they are not dominant nope. as it is, as it stands today. Now I'm going to go back. This is when LeBron first went to Miami. It took them 15 games to figure it all out and be good and that sort of thing. They've got a young coach. Uh, they got two superstars. They got a bunch of guys who want the ball more than they're going to get it. So there might be chemistry issues there with them. Um, and I got KD off for four games now too with COVID. I know. So he's, By the way, is this so he tested? This is the second time he's tested positive. Is he positive or is he just contact traced? No, I read it today. He tested positive. Okay. So yeah. apparently you can get it twice, which is not good for us being in arenas anytime soon. No, no, it is not. It's certainly not in Toronto. That is for sure. Uh, all right, what do you got? So surprises. Um, I was looking at the standings yesterday. So Philly at six and one. I thought Philly, Philly would be decent, but that that has surprised me. Now I did go back, and their schedule has been pretty soft. They didn't play a lot of tough opponents, but I watched the Philly Raptors game and a game that we were dominating and, and gave away at the end, which is a trend for us. But that that one, uh, they they still have that. You can still tell they have that chemistry. Um, motivation issue that team. I, 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 having watched that game, and the fact they're six and one, great for them. But having watched the game, I, I don't see Philadelphia staying near the top in this in the top Eastern Division. So that was one that that. Oh, so I, mean, I would I I would take the other side of that. I actually think they're going to be pretty good. Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you why because I've watched a fair number of their games as well, or snippets of their game. Tobias Harris is step like he's having a great year to start. So he's a legitimate third for that team. If anything, I would say it's a Simmons or sorry, it's a it's a um Embiid Tobias are leading the way right now. And Simmons is the third guy in that in that uh that offering. Yeah, so, but I don't like I don't like counting on Embiid. I think Embiid No, I agree. I hate I, I think he's a disaster, to be honest. Like I would not want to, he's another guy I would want on my team. Yeah. Nope. I would not say and the West, the West surprising. Uh, which I liked, and I stated this earlier. Phoenix five and two, Booker and and Paul and Chris Paul are gelling. That team is looking solid coming out of the gate here. So I, uh, I, I, Booker will be an All Star this year. He will get his All Star status. He will not get voted off. I think that team is uh, is decent this year. I, li- I like voted off chances. Me voted off. Well, he didn't, didn't get survivor. He didn't get picked last year. He got voted off. He got, oh, he got, he got, he got added on as a, he was, res- he yeah, was, uh, got was back door. Yeah, got you mean he legitimately door. earned his spot this year. So That's right. Voted That's off. Right. Jesus. That'd be great. I'd love that. <laughs> they can vote guys off the all star team. That'd be awesome. Uh, and, and the disappointments, disappointments, there's, there's two or three. I'm, I'm surprised. I like surprised. Brooklyn was up there. So you, you stated that. Miami, three and three. Um, that's that's their slow start from the hangover from the uh, from the yeah, that, and that's all that is. They're going to be good. Like that's just it's just a hangover for sure. Denver two and four is that the hangover too? Denver oh, no. two and four. You know what? So I watched them again last night. I've watched. I've actually watched a fair amount of Denver uh, so far too, and all of a sudden they don't look good. Like they really, really don't look good. I mean, they struggled last night against uh, Minnesota. That's yeah. how bad it was. Ready to buy them. Um. Yeah, I mean, Jokic has been great, but I'll tell you the difference is is Murray. Like Murray's the last couple of games, actually, he's uh, actually, but last night wasn't a great game for him. Uh, it was okay, but he's starting to play a little bit better. But I, he's nowhere near at that level he was in the bubble, right? When he was just an absolute top no. seven player. They're a two man team. Those two guys have to shine for that team to do well. Yeah, so they scare me. They, yeah, I would say they're a concern. If I was a, if we were doing a Denver Nuggets podcast every week. I would have equal. I'd be equally concerned in some of our kind. Our, you know, I'd be pretty. I feel. I feel better that that Jokic and Murray can turn it around versus Freddie or versus Siakam and OG or Siakam turning OG turning no, around. They, they have. Uh, I would say their parts are a little bit more encouraging. I would agree. But I'm just saying for them to be two and four, they've not looked good. They're losing. You know, uh, they've lost three games at home already. It's uh, yeah. I'm telling you, there's something. Something's not right. But that could be a hangover too. But I, I don't worry about Miami just yet. Even though Butler's off to a again. Very, very slow start. Yeah, I think he's he, a he, player prop under dream right now. He's a, he's a play. He's a, he's he's hanging around for the playoffs. I agree. I, I yeah, I'm not worried. And you know what? Organization, all that stuff. They get they get all the they get all the ingredients. They'll be fine. 
All right. That's all I got for the NBA. Yeah, me too. We're done. We're trying to get out here relatively quickly here on a Wednesday morning. So, uh, all right. This takes us into, uh, so we're combining backyard gambling NFL storylines this week to a certain extent. So, um, do you want to, uh, why don't you start with the quick recap? I have one, one storyline. I only really only have one storyline. I said we're going to story combine line. it. Yeah, but this, this storyline doesn't really combine. So this is kind of, this is a story. I thought when we talked to the Washington King. All right, all right, whenever. whenever. So the, the storyline, obviously, I've been hearing about in the media is, is your take on the Washington uh, Philly game and sitting the quarterback in the fourth quarter, not trying to win, boning the Giants out of the, out of the, uh, out of the playoffs. Uh, I'll let you pipe in here first part on that one. And then I got uh, my thoughts on that. Well, I mean, there is, it's indefensible. Like there's not, you cannot even three days later, you can't go, okay, well now maybe because everything that's come out has only hurt Peterson more than this. Right. Apparently there was a mutiny in the locker room after the game. They were, the guys were furious. The defensive, uh, uh, coordinator apparently was furious. The defensive players were furious because they're sitting there going, "We're playing a great game. We're keeping the team in this thing, and you're out there not really trying to win." Well, what, like, what are we doing? Uh, so there was a there was somewhat of a mutiny apparently uh, that took place. Hertz was pissed, and they 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 saw that on TV. There was there was something of him sort of mumbling or under his breath where he was. Uh, I think it was like, "This is bullshit." Uh, so clearly nobody was happy with the decision. Clearly no one knew about it before the game that this was something because Peterson's about saying, you know, I, I've been telling everybody I, I had this plan. I wanted to get this guy in the game. I wanted to see what he was capable of, which I would have bought had he not been on the roster for four years. If you four, don't know what someone's capable of within four year with a four year sample size, uh, the last week of the season where the other team or where there's a team waiting on your performance is probably not the time uh, to figure that one out. So it's horrible. I thought judges uh, soliloquy that he gave. I don't know if you saw it, the giants uh, coach uh, when he came out and what he said, it was impassioned, but it was bang on. It wasn't him being over the top. It was him going, this is how you're supposed to do things. And this is, and so I thought it was really, really good. If you've not seen that clip, uh, you should go look at it because it's really, really well done uh, by a coach who was clearly uh, upset, but handled it very well. And, and the other thing too, the GM's got to get ahead, ahead of this. Like I, I, have, I think the GM's got to come in that locker room and say, "Listen, boys, this was my call." I, I'm like, like I think the GM has to take some ownership in this because Peterson's not making that call to put that backup quarterback in to to lengthen his coaching career. There's something from the top down. This goes back to my Jets conspiracy theory from earlier. I, I, there's something from the top down that's coming there that that the GM's got to step in and and. and yeah, I mean the whole draft thing, right? They go from from ninth to sixth now, right? So they get the sixth overall pick versus ninth, which by the way, the NFL is just a mess. They have to get into the, the ping pong system. Totally, just, totally. It, just, it's, it has to happen. Um, or some other way to, to, to keep the integrity of these, of these teams that uh, aren't going to make the playoffs. Uh, so I don't think there's a huge conspiracy for them going, Hey, we want the six picks instead of the ninth. Like, I, I can't imagine that's a, a you know, a, a game changer for the, for the team. So yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I doubt Peterson made that, uh, decision on his own, but it's just, it's a horrible look for them. And my goodness, will I ever be betting the Giants next year when they put that first game against Philly? Oh, that's their Super Bowl next year. I hear you. But it's sick. Uh, the, the, the only um, op- opposition to this argument would be the Giants are six and 10. Like, come on. You, you want to get in? Is it, did they finish at six and 10? Or was it the yeah, that's, that's, they would have won the division at six and 10. Six and 10. Well, you know, you don't have a lot of legs when you're when you if you were if you were nine and seven or ten and six and you and they pull that but when you're six or ten you don't deserve to be in the fucking playoffs. So come on, Giants! Like like I'm that that I'm I'm also point that division is so so awful this year that uh, yeah, it's six and ten. You don't got right. So I I agree with you, but if you take the record out of it and you and you found out. If, if you didn't know what the records were and you said, hey, this is what this coach did and it knocked this other team out of the playoffs, you'd be like, well, that's fucking ridiculous. That's horrible. So I, I agree. That, but I also agree with this statement of, yeah, when you're six and 10, you know what? Maybe you should have won that seventh game. Yeah. Right? Find a way to win the seventh game and we wouldn't have this. Like, so I agree. Like they, they, it was well within their, their destiny or their control to figure that shit out for themselves. However, again, remove the record and Judge was still right about that. This, you just don't do that stuff. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. All right. So let's, yeah. that's all I got for the, for the week. Let's go in the backyard. Uh, we're going to look at the, well, yeah, because the other, you know, I think the other, well, there's another big storyline, but we're going to, I'll tie that into the, uh, to the gambling. So why don't let's, uh, let's, let's update the final results. 
final results for the season. For the regular season. For the regular season, because it all starts getting the playoffs. That's right. Now we're playing we can't, for the Lombardi. We we're now playing for the Lombardi. Can't catch Deno, so we have to restart it. Uh, so Deno going into the season with his under strategy. Goes one and two. It's a bad final week. Goes one and two on the week. Uh, but finishes 29, 22, and one with a 57% win percentage. So Solid. you follow Deno. You made money this year. Um, so well done, Deno. You you take the title. Uh, Kitch was... Uh, was I no? I was one. Ba- I was half a game back of Bart going into. The, I, sorry, I was half game Bart back of Bart going into the last week. I uh, I went one and two. I went one and two in the week. Getting into 22, 29 and one. We have forty three percent win percentage. Bart going the last week needed a needed a push to tie me. Bart goes zero and three, zero and three in the last week of the season to lose. So to lose to Kitch by by half a game. I won one. One push. So, uh, yeah, that's great. So that's... Uh, yeah, because I was hot before that. I was having a good three-week stretch before that. So that wraps that up in the... in the We can't beat him, but we sure can cover. Uh, Deno and Kitch were tied for the top. Uh, they both were wrong this week. So they, they finished at six and a half. Bar was at six. He had Jacksonville over Indy plus the 14, which the game was 14. So it was a push. So we gave him a half. We had a discussion game half. Right. So so the, the can't beat him, but sure can cover race... Ends in a three-way tie at six and a half. So that's why. That's why it's a great event. It was a great event. See, with three winners for one or three losers. I don't know. Yeah. I know Jacksonville. I thought we had it. By the way, it was like ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh my god, I've got this. I got. It wasn't meant to be. But I'll, yeah, I'll take the push. I appreciate the half point. Yeah, you trailed all year. The half points. I know. I told, but I told you guys I was coming back on that one. <laughs> I felt good about that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's all right. go to the back, backyard game. We'll, we'll, we'll go from the games, from the start, from the... We're picking from the, every game this week. Every game. All every six. playoff game, all six, which we'll be watching in the comfort of my living room together uh, during our quarantine together. During quarantine, yeah. You know what? Any thoughts where our relationship goes from here? I think it only it only excels. I think it only excels. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just, how could it excel? We're already very pinnacled. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little I worried. Think, I think we'll go the other way. I think it's no way we're well, down from our relationship. Uh, don't disappoint Sue. Don't disappoint Sue. Show, show I, I think I think you'll be uh, an average to slightly below average roommate. So that, which is fine. Which is yeah, an upgrade. Like, you know what? Upgrade, might, upgrade from what? Okay, from what? I was going to say that could be that could be an upgrade from some of my current roommates. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> you went there. That was incredible. <laughs> well, I didn't say which one. <laughs> Uh, all right. So listen, uh, because we're certain that the slate new and Deno's not here, we might as well, but in honor of Deno, uh, in his first place, we'll let him go. We'll get his picks out of the way. Well, let's go game by game. We'll, oh, okay, we'll, we do. And then we'll do it. So Bills, the first game is the Bills. Bills minus six and a half over the Colts. Um, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to keep, keep this nice and easy because Deno didn't give me a write up. Deno is taking every favorite. So Deno has all the favorites. So, so that Deno's picks are covered. You want to start? You want to go ahead? Yeah, you start? yeah I do. This is, the game right. I, this is the game I like the most. I've already bet it. I am. This is a 25,000 star lock, right? It's a 25,000 star playoff lock. It's, this, is good. this is actually going to be dependent on how well our roommate success goal is actually. Oh, well, this, this, oh, I agree. We are, I, we're going to be on the other side of a couple of them. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Six and a half. I, I can't believe this game's still only six and a half. Uh, I like the Bills and I like the over as well. The 25 star lock is on the, is on the six and a half. The twelve and a half thousand star lock is on the over. I tell you, I do like I, I I don't understand this line, and I think it's a little too much respect um, for a what I would think is a mediocre ish uh, Colts team. And somehow, you never, been a big, you never been a big Rivers fan. You never. Really oh, yeah, I think he's terrible. He's well. Listen, I'm wait till you see the rest of my picks. Uh, you there's a theme here with older quarterbacks. Uh, I think, but I don't think the Colts are that good. They played in the shade division. They're eleven and five. They struggled. One of their losses to Jacksonville. Uh, and then they struggled at home this week with Jacksonville. I just don't think they're very good. And Buffalo's the hottest team on the planet. Yep. And by the way, this is crazy. I don't know where the Colts money is coming to keep this line six and a half because everyone's betting the Bills. So yeah, this is one of those ones where the whole world's on it. So it's probably going to go the other way. But I love, love Buffalo. Yeah, I love it. Ride the momentum. Bills are on fire. They're now three to one to win the AFC. I still got them at six to one. Three to one to win the AFC. They, they, that is, they get, they get seven. They have seven thousand fans in the Buffalo Stadium. Yeah, big. Go back, and one of them is Jack. Jack. Jack Armstrong. Got oh, Jack's the, in the Jack, Jack in the house. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's going back. He's got nothing else to do. <laughs> you know, because because well, yeah, because the World Juniors over now, so we can actually call the game on TV again. Sportsnet. Sportsnet had all the kick. I know. I know. 
And uh, this is one of my, this is, this is probably my, if not, it's probably my favorite, favorite pick of the week is the, uh, is the Bitcoin it's a six. And so it's, a great, it's a great six point tease. It's a great six point tease. So I'm going to get, I'm going to go back. Yeah, to it's a good six point tease for sure. But if you, I'm telling you right now, the whole world's on this, the smart money, someone will bet Indy and that's the smart money. <laughs> Indy will end up being the smart money. They're all in the bills. All right. Next one. The next game is the Seahawks minus four over the Rams. Uh, well, I have it at three and a half. I have it at three and a half as of right now. I have it at three and a half. Three and a half. I'll do three and a half. Uh, so do we know who's playing quarterback yet for the Rams? I don't uh, think we do, right? I don't, I don't think Goff is playing. I get surgery on his thumb. How the heck can he play quarterback after that? <laughs> like, I know. So again, this line scares me. Like, why is it only three and a half? Is, this is way too much. Like, the Rams have not been good for a while now. They've well, got... They look good last week against Arizona without golf. Like they're not an offense, but their defense. Yeah, I, know, that's, I think that's. I think this is where the line is. It's based on their defense doing so. But I don't know. I mean, I hate this game to bet it. Me, me too. Uh, I do. I would bet the over for sure. Four two and a half. I would, but that's not my play. Uh, but I and I would, but I would take the Seahawks. You just can't. You can't bet on this shitty ass quarterback. This could be a thirteen seven game. Yeah. Easily thirteen seven. But I still like the over. I was going to say, you just say like the over to go. It could be a 13 7 game. It could also be a 27 20 game. Yeah, I, right. I, I'm not sure on the over, but I uh, I think this is a defensive, grinded out, slow moving game. I will lean with Seattle because of the because of golf. And the other thing is, to, it's in Seattle, so probably going to be yeah. cold. Yeah. It's going to be cold, probably going to be outside. Rams are a dome team. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll lean with, I'm going to lean with Seattle, but I will not be putting a lot on this game. It will not be in any of my teasers. Well, we'll be, might be, we'll be, uh, might well, be an in game bet. That'll be our appetizer game. We'll be having our appies at that time. Maybe we go for a walk for part of this game. You know, like to go for a walk. <laughs> we can't go very far. <laughs> can't the property. Can't the property. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Next one is Tampa Bay. The Buck. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight over Washington. So I have it. The current line I have is eight and a half. So that's what we're going right. to go with eight and a half. All right. uh, I will be all over the Washington football team. Plus, eight oh, and a half. I don't think they're going to win. Geez, geez. I don't think they're going to win, but they're going to cover the eight and a half. And let me tell you why: because there's a 49 year old quarterback on the other side playing against them, who is uh, on fire, who has playoff experience. Yeah, Come on, what? the Bucks are fools gold. The Bucks are absolute fools gold. Listen, I need them to win the NFC, uh, but trust me on this one. I think they're going to win the game. I would tease this down, uh, but I believe the, my pick for these for the purposes of this. Uh, broadcast. My pick is the Washington football team, the Joe Logan Washington football team. So I don't. This doesn't bode well for the end of our day because we're going to have a few beers in the afternoon, and then we're going to be on opposite sides for the evening game. So it could, 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 could get ugly. Feel could get ugly. Have a couple I, of stormies. I, mean, I love the Bucks. I love the Bucks to hammer the skins. The, the skins look awful against Philadelphia. That that is. I'm sorry, Alex Smith. Like I like you, but they're just not that good. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's coming in with some momentum. They got some momentum coming into the playoffs. Tom knows how to win playoff games. It's hard to bet against, it's hard to bet against Tom in the playoffs. By the way, but this should not be the last game of the night, by the way. It's a terrible decision. But I do agree with you. Like, I think the best bet then, and you you t- you tipped it off too. The best bet you can make on on Saturday, Saturday. is the Bills tease, six point tease, and the t- Buccaneers six point tease. So tease them both down to a pick and minus two and a half. And uh, that's that. That that is the bet. I would that's probably a money maker. That's probably a money maker. Well, there you go. All right, that's Saturday. Okay. Saturday. So, so Sunday. Sunday. Sunday wake up, up. Probably slightly hungover. Probably Hello. slightly Hello. hangover before we uh, before we get rolling. G two. You get G two or G for me. You got the Gatorade yet? Come I'm on. not doing that. Yeah, it's, that shit's bad for you. I'm not getting that. G zero. Can you give me G zero? It's got it's got less sugar in it. <laughs> if Bermuda has it, I'm not sure. You need to hydrate. You need to hydrate. All right, Bills. Bills. Oh no, that's the first day. Uh, Sunday. Baltimore. Baltimore minus three over Tennessee. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Bart. You're leading off. You start out that one. Uh, so again, it, I think everyone's looking at momentum here, right? Baltimore's won their last four games, which they had to win. They eleven and five. Uh, they look better. Um, I hate Baltimore. So I will be betting Tennessee for those reasons only. I don't think Tennessee is very good. Tennessee can't stop anybody. They can't stop anybody. No. Uh, they cannot stop anybody. The over is almost a mathematical certainty here. I will definitely yeah. be betting that over. Yes. Uh, but no, I and I but I think Tennessee at home. I think, uh, yeah, I'm just like I'm taking I'm taking the three. Oh, that's terrible. So that's that's, that's that, you don't even have, you don't even have a good argument for that one. <laughs> I don't. Well, other than I hate Baltimore, I agree. <laughs> so Baltimore, well, Tennessee's offense. Our defense is atrocious. They got both teams have good offices. Baltimore has a decent defense. Tennessee's defense is terrible. So I think that's the difference in the game. 
I, I, I love Baltimore minus three. I will be all over Baltimore minus three here. They got an explosive, explosive offense, but I, like, I love the the game, the over under in this game of seventy. Even though it's at fifty five, I think this game goes over seventy points. Like, I think, I, I think this well, that'll pay. Well, should we bet that? Put a little on that. We'll put a little bit on that for sure. Yeah, we'll this, right, is gonna, this is going to be a, this is going to be a track beat. This is going to be back and forth. I I love for this game to go over. You realize and, it's not Ohio State and uh, Alabama. Alabama playing at seventy six. Are we going to do that pick tonight? Are we doing that pick today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, nice. And uh, so so there there's there's the I love the Ravens. I. I will put a. I will definitely have a seven point tease in play with the Ravens. So I'll take. I will take Baltimore to plus three and a half, and and do that with the over. So I'll put the over at forty eight. I might and, do that with you. I might do. That. I might be on both sides of it. Yeah, I like I like that one. So that's 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 it. Next game, Saints. Saints minus ten over Chicago. Bears. Any reason you like the Bears? Or? I'm going with the Bears. I'll tell you, I'm I'm the anti old quarterback. Uh, and I'm also the anti-Saints ever doing anything meaningful in the playoffs ever again. Look at they. I just don't trust that team. I I don't think the Bears are great either. But I'm I just think the Bears will cover ten. Uh, Breeze has not been great. Camara, uh, when I'm sure he's playing yet. Um, they have they have not produced in the playoffs at home recently. I think there's a trend there. Uh, I hate betting. Anything to do with Trubisky. However, he hasn't been hor- he has not been horrible. This last game against uh against uh Green Bay was not awesome. But before that he was playing well, or statistically was playing well. So the same you can say about Brady. But I'm telling you, I have a theme here of betting against the old quarterbacks. They get nervous easier now. When you get older, you get skittish. Trust me. I I can tell they uh, based on the pickleball playing that I play with, players that I play with. They get a little skittish. Big points, they all tend to get a little little nervous, a little happy feet. Trust me. <laughs> it's all gonna happen. So I'm going to go with I am going to go with the Saints in my in my pick here for for the uh, for the uh, pod, but I'm I probably will not bet much on the minus ten. What I'm going to do, and uh, and I, I'm going to do the seven point tease. I'm going to tease the Saints down to minus three, and I'm going to put that with the with the Baltimore plus three and a half and the over, and that's going to be my three team seven point tease that I'm going to do for for the first two games. I don't like that one. I will not be on that. All right. No, not definitely not beyond. But you, you could tease, you could tease uh, Chicago up to seven, plus seventeen. Then you could do that. You could do the other oh, I, why not? Why wouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. Then you, could do, you could do that with Baltimore and yeah, uh, you could do that. Yeah, I like that. We could both win that way. All right. All right, I'll teach you some new things. All right, and then uh, Steelers minus six over Cleveland as a final game on the Sunday night. We'll be tired of football by then, but we'll still tough it out and watch it. Twenty-four. And a half thousand star lock play of the week coming up here. Not quite the same as the neighborhood, but but I am all over the Steelers. Every really? yes. Listen, these idiots in Cleveland cannot figure out COVID. What is happening over there? They're they're their facility still it's Wednesday. It's still not open. They have not had a live practice yet. Uh who knows what these guys are doing at home. Uh, reviewing film and all that sort of stuff. There's no, there's no integrity to what's happening in, in Cleveland right now from a practice uh, schedule, from who's going to be playing. They've lost their coach. Their head coach is already out. He might be a head coach that means more to their team than anybody right now. He's probably coach of the year. Um, so that's a problem. They're going to have a new play. Can he calls the play? So they've now got a new play caller. Now I'm guessing he'll probably have some way to call the plays from wherever he's at, but yeah, I don't think it's actually, I don't think it's legal. I don't think you're allowed to. I think you have to be within, like, I don't think you can call plays from your living room. Well, you, you can call, I think you can call the guys in the, in the booth upstairs and they can win. They can wire I, I don't think so. I don't oh, think so. Okay. No, I, I don't think so. I'll find it. I'll find, I will definitely find that out. The 10 second TV delay might be an issue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I think, I think all the mojo is out of Cleveland. They didn't play well last week. They barely beat Pittsburgh um, last week. They got to go on the road. And then they had these two idiots getting caught drag racing uh, at the practice facility on after the game Sunday night. So they're being disciplined. I'm telling you, Cleveland's just a mess. It's all over. Uh, Cleveland does have some COVID issues. What the line? The line opened up at three and a half or something like that. And it's gone to six, six now. now. Yeah. It six jumped when they, when they lost their coach, it jumped. Yeah. So there you go. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Cleveland. I'm gonna take Cleveland plus the six. Um, I think this close. I think this game comes down to a field goal. Uh, Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh, coming in the playoffs. Sure, they had that great finish with against Indy. But you take the last five games, other than that second half versus Indy, they have not been sharp. They have not been stellar. So I uh, 
I am. I'm riding. I'm going to ride Cleveland plus. I don't know if oh, Cleveland wins this game, but oh, Cleveland I'm, plus I'm sorry. And so Cleveland, who lost to the Jets, has been sharp. <laughs> well, that was that was. They didn't have a receiver. They didn't have one wide receiver in that game. All, the whole ride was Yeah, that that oh, actually, you know what? That does matter. If you don't have your whole receiving core, it does make a difference. No, you're you're not reading the tea leaves on this one. You are way off. And you know what? I hope you're not chasing. I hope you haven't had a horrible weekend to that point and then chase it with Cleveland. That'll be a disaster. You might be home by Tuesday. Might be broke by Tuesday. <laughs> All right, and then uh, our last, our last college uh, college game. Yeah, the, uh, the we got Alabama minus eight over Ohio State. Over under 75, 75 points. Seems like a lot. Uh, my 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 question is: there will Alabama play a full four quarters, or or will Ohio State get a backdoor cover on them? Uh, Ohio State definitely shocked the world with their win over Clemson, and and maybe prove deserve to deserve to be there. I know Bart was against that because he didn't play enough games, but man, they sure, they sure look good. Offensively. Yeah, I mean, they did earn I, it. I mean, yeah. I agree. They shouldn't have been there, but if they got there and they, and they won, that definitely helped that, that justified a lot of things. And they dump trucked them. Like I watched that whole game. Oh, it, it was, it wasn't even oh. after once it was seven, nothing Clemson they, they were never in the game again. Right. That's the only, so uh, yeah. So they look at actually, here's where I fall on this game. If you want, you want to hit this thing properly. You're going to bet Alabama to win the first half minus, I think they're minus six and a half in the first half. You are going the, to, minus six and a half for the first I, half. I, I think it is something like that's that. Cool. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Four and, uh, it's, it's four and a half. Sorry, four and a half. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I'm all over Alabama first half, but I do think uh, Ohio State covers. I think they cover the eight. And I don't really have a, I just, they looked really good. I think they're a good team. Now, the only question is, is uh, Fields hurt because he did take that hit. Uh, it was pretty, violent no way that guy should have been kicked out by the way that is the most egregious uh elimination of a player i've ever seen what the quarterback's running he turns his back to try and avoid to spin away from the hit the guy hits him what's he supposed to do he was already in the motion of hitting as he spins into him like that's not spearing it's unintentional spearing like that he had no other options the only thing i can say to that kid who's now been kicked out last two years uh, against ohio state for that same hit is that kid better start hitting with his face mask, facing the numbers, not his neck down like that. That guy's that guy's a broken neck waiting to happen if he keeps hitting like that. Terrible technique. What are they teaching at Clemson? <laughs> terrible technique. Not education, really. <laughs> <laughs> but that's terrible. That's terrible tackling technique. Uh, so there you go. And then I love the over. The over is a also mathematical. Yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Mathematical certainty. See, the, the, this, there, there goes the fact of. Everybody loves the over in that game, so I like. I think, I think, I think the smart money is going to be on the under. I think everybody, well, everybody you bet that under and don't watch the game because it'll be a horrible game to watch. So I think, I think this is a total. I agree with you on the first half. I'm, I will bet Alabama first half, but I think it'll be a total in-game bet. I think this is going to be. Let's watch the first first half of the first quarter first, and then we'll get a feel as to feel? what's what's really happened with this, and then we will chase an in-game bet. And probably lose it, but so we'll be, you don't think every game that we've mentioned is an in-game opportunity for us as well? Because I can pretty sure, I guarantee, you'll be in-gaming a lot of it. I'm I'm trying to get my betting sites to set me up with a breathalyzer. So once I blow over or whatever point point eight or one, that I cannot make another wager, that it, that it, it shuts me out. I'll be listen. You've got I'll, I'm your little angel on the shoulder. This for the next three weeks, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right, let's. We got to move on. We got to be out of here in five minutes. Are we done oh, with yeah. the backer? Yep, that's it. Okay, then this is it. We're just what drives AOB, and we are done. And we can do it in five minutes. So let's go. So my drives a what drives me crazy is, and it goes back to your point, is non-homer uh, TV announcers. So watch a lot of the Raptors games. I get, I am getting tired of Leo saying, saying, "Oh, Norm's just got to shoot his way out of this. Just keep shooting. He'll shoot his way out of this." Like, no, he's shooting horribly. Norm has to pass his way out of this or drive his way out of this. Like the, I hate it when you have a home team announcer and he has, he has no energy for that home team. Like everything is, Oh, well the ref made a good call there. Oh, you know, I could see there was a foul on that call. That drives me crazy. I gotta, I need a, I need a Leo break. I need, I need, I need the world. I need the world juniors to be done and, and get the Maddie and Jack back. Up there. Well, the world juniors are definitely done with a disappoint. Another disappointing end for the Canadian squad. Uh, we used to, God, we used to own that tournament. What's happened to us? Um, so, um, Bart's friends, Bart's friends in, in North Carolina. So the, 
the world juniors is hockey and it's like 18 year old kids playing hockey i know i know you get no coverage on that and don't care in the world about it the only people who care about the world juniors are the canadians and people who live in the northern states of the u.s finland they care in finland too oh finland yeah some yeah, of the european finland, countries yeah they care um, but I listen. It was on the main thread on ESPN.com this morning at at four forty five in the morning when I went to it. Really, uh, it was there. It was like the fifth or sixth one down. But it said, uh, "Team USA upsets uh, Team Canada at the Worlds World Juniors." So wow. it was it yeah. Probably it was, took it off at five thirty a.m. Well, I guarantee. Listen, I guarantee the click through on that link is the lowest they've ever had <laughs> on a main page. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, listen. I agree with you. Well, listen, I don't think Leo is very good at what he does. Okay. So that's, I don't think he's a great announcer. I don't think Leo's ever going to be a guest on the show. And I don't think he listens, so I can say that. Um, no, but just we're listen beneath, to our, we're beneath Leo. We're beneath Leo. Just, just listen to our exit on the Kawhi call. What does Leo bring to that Kawhi call other than a terrible, like, four times it went in? Yeah, it's awful. I mean, he's just uh, so, but I agree with you. And when they start talking like that, Norm, oh my God. Yeah. Norm's, but we, we skipped over Norm. He's also a pre bubble guy, right? Before, um, yeah, like, yep. great. was playing. We'll dig into that, I'm sure, because he's going to be shitty on this week. So we can dig yeah, into that. Yeah, lots of time to talk about Norm. We have shit. a Norm Siakam segment every week. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, so mine's completely um, unsports related. And I had a few this week that I was thinking, but the one that and it hit me this morning, uh, I don't know. I must live per capita in in, in uh, the place with the most lawn blowers in the world. <laughs> lawn blowers go twenty four seven in this fucking place that I'm in, and it's unbelievable. I, I it's just constant, and they, and sometimes they start uh, at a reasonable hour. Sometimes they start at a very unreasonable. I have a neighbor who starts his blower at a very unreasonable hour on a Saturday morning. And it's just, it's not even so much that I'm not awake. I'm already awake, but the noise that these things make. So two things, how about people, you don't have to blow off. If you see a leaf, you don't have to blow it off immediately or off your deck. You can wait, right? So there's a pile. You have to blow it off every five seconds because it's going every five seconds. And how about someone come up with the soundless blower? Like, why is that? Why is a little blower that I can hold my hand? Why can I hear from seven blocks away? That technology should exist. If we can have electric cars that run on batteries and we have solar panel and all that sort of shit, why can't someone come up with a with a little muffler for the uh, for the blower? Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think they should give lawn blowers to senior senior areas. Like you live in a senior area, a lawn blower is not no, a good idea. Not, seniors, no, I didn't seniors say don't that. That's not what I said. I do happen to live in a more senior area, but I was not implying this was a senior problem. You have, a, I don't have the same vendetta against old people that you do. Uh, I did everything with lawn blowers. Like, why, why, or well, leaf blowers? Why, why don't they have? Why don't you have? Why don't they have leaf vacuums? You blow a leaf, it blows back again. You got to blow it again. Why not suck it up and throw it out? I, like, old well, school. Like we used to rake leaves. Remember we used yeah, to rake yeah. leaves. Why a bag? Not a leaf sucker versus a leaf blower? Then you don't. Then you only have to deal with that leaf once. Yeah, I know. Let's but keep coming back. There's two sides to that coin because I mean, more leaves fall, and you got to bag them all the time. You want to be bagged, and I yeah, listen. I, I would take anything. There, there's a guy here, Bing West, a good dude. Um, Bing's like 81. He's written like four books. His name is Bing. Bing West. Bing West. B-I-N-G. It's his B-I-N-G. Bing West. Look him up. He's, he's an author. He's, he's written like, he just had a book party the other day. I didn't get invited, but he, he had a book party. Where's Bing? Bing, dinner time. Bing, dinner time. I play, I play golf. Listen, the guy's 80. He walks, carries his own bag with a 10 pound weight in it. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck with bag. Yeah. It's 10 pound weight in his bag. That's a fact. That's ridiculous. I've seen it. I've seen the 10 pound weight. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyways, Bing has brought this to my attention too. Like he started a whole movement to get rid of blowers uh, or make them only use on certain days. Like the whole thing at the uh, the CSA, where we call the HOA here, um, and they summarily rejected it. <laughs> right? I said to Bing, I'm like, Bing, you were probably talking to a board of people who all love their blowers. And I'm like, there's no way. He had a petition going. He had like 400 things. I'm like, Bing, let's start. I am on this petition now. I was Bing and I. <laughs> Bing and I are now working on the next phase of this this uh, battle, the blower battle. So look at that; it might be a book. He might write a book about it. Who knows? Bing West, that's look him up. Awesome. That's awesome, Bing. Um, uh, all right, listen. I think that's it because AOB. We, I was going to bring up our little quest of uh, being roommates for the next uh, little while, but I think we've I think we've covered that enough times. My AOB is I'm I'm looking forward to the Borderline Raptors' first annual oh. golf uh, golf tourney in uh, that's true in Bermuda at, at Port Royal. Is it Port Royal we're playing? This uh, it is Port Royal. Uh, in, in Bermuda next next a week Saturday 
Week Saturday, we got some week Saturday. Assuming, assuming we all come back negative. Our, we have multiple tests ahead of us before we can, uh, but we are trending that way. It looks like a, 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 a solid to mediocre field of talent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'll be, uh, it should be, it should be a great day on the links. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to going outside. We may, we may actually pod live from the, from the tournament. Yeah, we can inter- interview the guys. Get them, get their opinions. <laughs> interview the guys. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. Yeah, so listen, uh, we are uh, we're out of here, and it actually makes me sad to have Kawhi uh, have the Kawhi ending now. I love listening to it still, but it makes me, me sad. Too. It feels like a thousand years ago when we it were. Makes good. me smile every time I listen to it, but and then, back that, bring back a bitter memory. And then you're just sort of like, oh, kind of like that girlfriend you had in high school. Who, when you see her two of there, she's she's like really, really hot now. And you go, wow, look at look how hot this girl turned out. And, and I dumped her two years ago. Like, so it's kind of like that. It's like that feeling. How often did that happen to you? <laughs> a couple times, actually, a couple times. <laughs> you know what? I'll look into that. I'll have an update on that for the pod next week. <laughs> All right. We're out of here. See you, Kawhi. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. Go!